Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365 day returns. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. <laughs> I gave Kitty to a nice gay man in, in Hell's Kitchen. Nice gay a man. stylish gay man. Hi, I'm back. Welcome back. Miss me? What do you think <laughs> of my foray into... You are just an expert, <laughs> technician, producer, editor. Um, I left in a call twice. <laughs> um... The Bravo episode last week was like rambly with my ex-boyfriend talking about getting abducted by aliens. The audio, <laughs> not our best work on this podcast. Hey. Hey, you got an episode. <laughs> I got it. two episodes up. <laughs> what more can we ask for? Uh, but things are a little bit back to normal this week. Uh, we really just have the cream of the crop to discuss this week as well. Yeah. No um, bullshit. Fucking... Potomac and New York are the best of the fucking best. Yes. And Ariana Grande is dating Pete Davidson. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> we don't talk... Like, this is not in our purview, but I'm ecstatic. Oh, yeah, you are. I know you don't like Pete Davidson for I whatever reason. I just don't trust him. 
I think he's great. He's really hot. He has a Hillary Clinton tattoo. Um, he's been very open about his struggles with addiction. Also, his struggles with bipolar disorder. Yeah. Um, I support it. He, like me, is from Staten Island. And those people, you can't trust them. Um, Big Ann, hello, oh, I Big trust Ange. her. Oh my god, well, may she rest, but um, I think about her at least, like, once a week. You know I went to the Drunken Monkey one time? Yeah, 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 on your way to New Jersey. It was, it was on the way back, so my friend Alexa had to go pick up, like, a couch from her dad's house or something like that. Yeah. And so we drove through Staten Island, mm-hmm. and I was like, on the way back, what if we stopped by the Drunken Monkey? <laughs> um, now it's closed. And it was, like, uh, middle of the day, of and we is. walk in, and it's like, you know when you go to a place, and they know exactly why you're there, and you're the only person there for that reason. Yeah. So it was like... I'm, I'm like, as you're sitting here telling the story, I'm almost certain you've told it on this podcast. Have I? Oh, oh well. I mean, that's what happens when we record over a hundred episodes. Um, anyway, well, it's like RuPaul and Michelle talk about the same thing every single week. True, true, true. Um, but... Ariana and Pete. It was a situ... Oh, I'm not done. Okay. Okay. Ariana and Pete, we support. Um, Uh, (laughs) and he supported her in the comments of her Instagram about Mm. getting a tattoo of a B for Manchester. Yeah. I wonder though, like her album, what's the message, like the message she probably, she recorded it all while she was still with Mac Miller. But it seems like maybe they were like on the down, on the downward trend. I wonder if Mac has called up Eden Sassoon because Eden Sassoon has that whole story about giving a blowjob to Mac Miller. Do you not remember this? <laughs> it sounds vaguely familiar and insane. Um, I, I wonder if he hit... I can't believe Ariana Grande and Eden Sassoon have <laughs> one degree of separation. <laughs> it's truly an amazing world we live in. Uh, there's a few other little items going on that we should discuss. Okay. Real Housewives of OC feels like moments away at this point. Uh... When does it usually premiere? I don't know. Um, but they are doing something strange this year, which is they gave us the promo shot, but of just the four women who were on last season who are returning. And even that, like the way they announced, they like made a big to do about like announcing everyone who was leaving the show. Yeah. Which was weird. Um, but yeah, they gave us a promo shot that's Shannon, Tamara, Vicky, and Kelly. And I assume that we're getting more than four wives this year. Yeah, um, it would, that, that would, this would be a first. Well, the only one who ever does like four wives is like New Jersey because they had such a tumultuous oh, yeah. run. Was there four when Dina left? Yeah, and then... There was four when Dina left? It was Caroline... Oh. Danielle, Teresa, and Jacqueline. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But yeah, in OC, they need more people because... OC could use eight people. Do what you did for when Bethany came back to New York. I've said this before, speaking of repeating myself. Um, They had eight wives at that point, and it was great. So last year, OC came back in July, but the prior two years came back in June. Okay. So, oh my god, we're already almost in June. Yeah, I mean... Summer's coming. Yeah, hello. It's more Memorial Day weekend, baby, to mm-hmm. kick off. Get those grills fired up. <laughs> I'm going to a barbecue after this. Oh, fun. Um, 
Okay, last but not least, I mean, it's it would be nice to just leave Beverly Hills in the past, mm-hmm. but there's some discussion going on as to apparently Erica and Doree are teaming up to fight for a raise for both of them. They don't deserve it. I'm sorry. Don't give it to them. Fire them. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be the two of them and Rena who have like the biggest argument as to why they should be given raises. I guess because they're the only ones doing anything. Yeah. I mean, Kyle and Vanderpump are getting paid more than them, so I can't blame them. But they should all be honored to even be asked back. All of them. The Beverly Hills women have this attitude and this entitlement as if, like, they are, like, bringing great television, which they are not. Yeah. Um, We'll get to this, but, like, the way Kyle behaved when she was on Watch What Happens Live after New York aired, which was personally... Yeah, this is the perfect time to talk, yeah. It's... She acts like she's above it. Like, so when they play clips of New York, when New York actually bringing, like, yeah. good shit, she acts like she's, like, above it. And, like, like that's so crazy. And it's like, you're on the same show. You should be doing that. Yeah. Like, you should be, this should be, like, a master class. And, like, you should be learning. You should be walking out the door and being fired because you're not bringing anything except for a new set of teeth and a new house. But, like, ugh. It's funny that Kyle says that's crazy because, like, while New York is consistently crazy... Like, Beverly Hills, in the early years, I would say, was even crazier in some aspects. De- definitely. I like, mean, we had deaths. We had addiction. Mm-hmm. Like, addiction to a level that outshines anyone in New York's addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, just craziness. So, it's be, it'll be interesting to see how Beverly Hills eventually plays out, but I feel like we still have a little while to go before we know what's happening. And I'm so happy I don't have to talk about it for months. Oh my god, I know, these thing, these seasons last half a year. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so happy that we'll, we'll have uh, New York through the entire summer. Oh, uh, what, a, what a pleasure. <laughs> okay, let's get to Potomac. Ah, like, so fun, so enjoyable, Easy so breezy. great. These women are professionals, they're having fun, they know how to cause drama, have fun, and then move on. Yeah. I, every one of them is bringing something important to the show, I'm ba-da-ba-ba-ba-loving it. And I, like, can't believe that Ashley Darby is, like, quickly becoming one of my favorite housewives. She... Of the whole bunch. She's doing amazing, sweetie. Yeah. Uh, we pick up from last week where... And I hate a young housewife. I know. And she's younger than both of us. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's depressing. Uh, so we pick up from last week. Ray asked for a divorce. And th- then it's kind of revealed, oh, this is from a while back. But not. But then not. It's so, like, I love how fucking messy Karen is. She's such a mess. <laughs> so, apparently back in the day, she wanted to, as she puts it, come and go as she pleases. <laughs> Which, what is that? Does that? I think it's an open relationship. Okay, yeah, Lots yeah. of people have them. And he felt lonely. Oh. Oh. Uh, right. <laughs> uh, so, he asked for a divorce then. But now, it seems like he may be asking her for one, to protect her from the IRS. Which is crazy. <laughs> also, Joe Giudice should have done that. 
Yeah. Uh, although Teresa's like signed papers, so. Yeah. Wait, actually, like, walk me, put on your little lawyer hat. Sure. Walk me through, like, the reality of, like, if they had gotten a divorce, would Karen be more protected? Uh, their assets would be split up. So, and it seems as though the way at least she likes to paint this picture is that she knew this, nothing. This, well, no, no, this was like, this is a business bankruptcy, um, f- potential fraud situation, I think. Okay. I so, don't know what any of that means, but great. But no, but like the difference is like Teresa and Joe were like both signing like mortgage, like mortgage documents okay. for a, a property. So like okay. she's very clearly intertwined in that. Mm-hmm. Whether or not she, like Joe just threw the papers in front of her and said sign and she had didn't care and just signed because he told her to mm-hmm. is another story. Okay. Uh, Karen also, like, I think that the conversation comes up as to like Karen's work and what she does mm-hmm. and the fact that she didn't go to college. And then Karen like puffs up and, and says, well, I refused a college degree. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> As if, like, a degree was being shoved in her face. Like, she no, walked no. across the stage at the graduation and said, I'll pass. I'll pass on that. <laughs> but then goes on to explain it by saying her parents offered her to pay for her to go to college, but she wanted to be an entre- entrepreneur instead. Why not both? I know. Why not both? Uh, I, she's just so funny. <laughs> it's like, and then, like, she'll go, she'll go and, like, whisper... She'll tell, she'll talk about something one way, then she'll bring like Giselle into I a know. room while Mike's still mic'd on. up and say something completely different. I love it. And then that's set dinner, then the party's getting started, they're still drinking. Mm-hmm. Ashley <laughs> runs into Karen's room while, was... Karen, while Karen's like having a heart to heart with Giselle in a locked room. This was my f- favorite effing thing. Scavenging for a wig. Just like the three of them in that room looking for the wig. And like... And the wig being stored in that little rinky-dink plastic bag. Like, that's where Alex's re wig is. Like, oh just in God. a plastic bag somewhere. I know. I loved it. And then putting it, putting it on. And the whole, like... Well, the act- contraption that, like, she put, like, under her chin. And just, like, the whole, like, act of, like... Robin introducing her. And it's then, Kern. <laughs> <laughs> and then like them playing, like her saying shit and then them playing the clips of like Karen. Yeah. Like saying, uh. it was, it's, if y'all aren't watching this show yet because you have some like weird thing in your minds that like because Potomac and Dallas were introduced. Like, late in life. Late in life. They aren't as good. Yeah. You're wrong and you're a snob. Yeah. And you need to be watching this effing show. Mm-mm-mm. Because if you still think that Real Housewives of Beverly Hills is the most interesting thing, oh. you need a new brain. Yes. New brain. And that's a subtweet to something I saw on Twitter. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. So the party continues. Monique's busting out the cigars and then also throwing up in the bushes. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Uh, and that's pretty much like the wrapping up of that little woodsy getaway. Mm-hmm. Beautiful first getaway of the season. Lo- I love them putting them all in a house together. Yes. That's key. Oh, yes, yes, um, yes, yes. It was, like, the shittiest house, though. Did oh, you, yeah. like, look around? It was so gross. I mean, a step up from the little kitty bed in mm-hmm. Bethany Beach, but yeah. even still... Uh, 
there, like Giselle is walking around her house just preaching to herself to get into character. <laughs> I, this is a brand new storyline. <laughs> love it. We've never seen, and I love it. Uh, we get Karen going to Matt's place of business mm-hmm. to loop him into the perfume business that she wants to start. What does this man do? <laughs> I don't get it, but I like it. Matt has Matt is going to be in more episodes this season than Aviva was in that season where she was bopping in and out. Oh my god. But, like, this is a very, like, Sonia Morgan-esque relationship. To yes. have, like, this person who's, like, your assistant, but, like, maybe isn't a, Like, has a different job? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> I mean, yeah, she's going to his job, it seems like, uh-huh. to talk about his job for her. So wild. But I don't think those two are one and the same. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, okay. Just two quick things. Candace planning the wedding is not that interesting, mm-hmm. but the mom is a character, so that's something. Yeah, and the mom wants round tables, and Candace wants rectangle uh, tables. I mean, I get, I get both. The long tables looks chicer, and the round tables is more utilitarian. I don't like weddings in those types of like ballroom spaces. Yeah, because like. Inevitably, there will be weird photos that, like, mm. in the background is a weird corner of the ballroom that oh, nobody is like, judged or something. So I just don't like the look. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, but that's my take. Yeah. I'm also not getting married anytime soon, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, and then we get another crazy Looney Tunes scene with Ashley and her mom. And she's like, I have hindrances here. And and, she, and Ashley's like, who's your hindrance? It's my, and she's like, my family's a hindrance. This makes, this is like, r- makes me really sad. And I think that we are not seeing the full picture. I think there's something really bad right off frame with this family. Oh, yeah. um, and it is eventually going to come out and it's going to be very, very sad. It's, I feel like... Ashley should not be looping in her mom for a story. Yes. It feels <laughs> very Richards-esque in a yeah. way. And I don't want to see this play out. I yeah. think it needs to be taken care of away from cameras. Ashley has plenty else going on. I mean, like, she is the most interesting character to me right now. She's got a corona in hand. Like, get her, get her, I want another storyline where she's trying to take care of Oz. That was, like, my favorite thing Yeah, we have not been in Oz enough. Yeah. We only had weird Bloody Marys once there. And a corona. (laughs) Okay. That came up when Ashley was on Watch Rapids Live. Yes, yes. Andy was loving it. Andy was like, you always seem to have a beer in hand. And I wish he got more specific. No, I think he said Corona. No, he said beer. Because um, I... I the, she talked is, about Corona then. Yeah. She, 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 she was like, I love a Corona. Yeah, yeah. She held up her thing, but it bugged me that it wasn't in a bottle. Yeah. Uh, I feel like this is the first Potomac season that Andy's warmed up to. Yeah, because Andy's also a snob with these new shows yeah. that he would have a part of greenlighting. <laughs> don't put your name on it if you don't like it. <laughs> um, okay. The Centertainment event. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a call regarding this, so... Let's, yeah, let's, let's lead with that, because it makes a point that I didn't think of. Sure. Hey, Dan and Brendan, it's Lucy. 
Uh, I'm calling from my home on the Upper East Side, having a, a very Sonia night. I'm trying to start packing to move, and all the stuff I used to love and think was great now I know is junk, and I just really commiserating with Sonia right now. Um, that being said, I wanted to talk about uh, Real Housewives of Potomac, which is amazing. Um, I know everyone wanted to talk about the DUI because that's really insane, but I wanted to talk about Karen's perfume discovery party, and maybe Dan will agree with me that, okay, so scent and perfume is really affected by food and alcohol, so to have like a smelling of perfume party around a buffet dinner, first of all, buffet dinner, it's just like, ew, like what? It's disgusting. D class A. Ugh. Thank you, Lucy. And we're only going to play your message once this week. So what? Just play it there <laughs> twice. Why not? The fans demand. Uh, yeah, scents, food, alcohol. I mean, that's a very good point that I didn't even think of. Yeah, I didn't think of it at all either. And also, don't talk down about a buffet. Sometimes a oh. buffet can be good. Yeah, I feel like in the right setting and like a housewives. Fancy dinner is probably not the that setting. Right. Yeah. Uh, and Karen probably didn't think about all these concerns either because she's new to this scent <laughs> industry. <laughs> Would you buy a Karen Huger scent? Uh, maybe not a mass-marketed one, but one that she uh, creates for me, like in this situation, okay. with that woman that helps. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, like a custom scent. Oh my god. Mm. Uh, it's interesting that one of the scent categories was called Oriental. I'm surprised we're doing that in 2018. <laughs> yeah. And it seemed to be the, one of the favorite ones of the uh, of the night. I thought like you could only say that for like rugs. Yeah, I thought days. that was the only thing left. Yeah. My grandpa used to say oh, yeah? that in like a very racist That's way. definitely like a grandparent thing. Yeah. Um... So, what else? Oh, so then this devolves into Giselle demanding that Ashley and Monique fight, essentially. <laughs> love it. Lo- love producer hat Giselle. Yes. She really shines more as, like, the straw that stirs the drink than the actual contents of the drink on the show. Agreed. Um, and while they're fighting, like, Monique's talking about, oh, like, you're going to tarnish everything I've, I've built... And Robin mumbles under her breath, everything I built, oh God, shut up. (laughs) Um, I feel like Robin is really shining this year. This is her best year. Yeah. Like, in the past, I haven't necessarily been so on board, but like, I'm butt-up-up-up-butt loving her. She used to let fade in the back, and she kind of, like, like, mumbles these little quips under her breath. Mm-hmm. That the mics are now finally picking up. I know. I love her voice, too. And then she eventually kind of, like, at, Karen kicks everyone out. Ha, has Matt have the security kick oh my everyone God. out. <laughs> and the fight moves to the streets. And somehow, Robin gets pulled into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Monique's going to attack her with the umbrella. <laughs> the umbrella. Like... <laughs> What a good to be continued. Oh, yeah. I know. We're getting to be continues left and right. Yeah. Like, it 
it ended with a to be continued last week, and we're getting another to be continued. Everything is always continuing. Yeah. Uh, so that's that for Potomac. Um, loving it. Loving it. Just such an enjoyable oh, watch. Did you catch the mid-season trailer? No. They released one just uh, on Friday, and it looks like we're getting our first full Potomac season. Well, oh, so like a long, like a 20-something episode season. Yeah, because I think right now we are already like 10 episodes deep. I think we're at 8. Or no, no, no. Maybe you're right, 10. I think we're at 8 with New York. Yeah. Uh, so they have the trip coming up. They're going to Cannes, which mm-hmm. we discussed previously. Um, and uh, Sherman's ex-wife or something gets in the picture and almost is like a friend of. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, so that was episode nine that just aired. Okay. Uh, no, episode nine is airing this weekend. Never mind. Oh yeah. yeah. So I was, I, yeah, I like right. saw the episode yeah. thing last night when yeah. I rewatched. But it's the, I mean the preview make, it, that can't all fit into like, like four, four episodes. episodes. I mean, I guess it could, but it would be surprising. We don't want it to. No, I don't want it to ever end. Oh, uh, speaking of finally ending though, Vanderpump Rules. Um, a great wrap to a beautiful season. Yeah. It's just like always hard to like get us to the third part of a it's reunion. It's hard to talk about reunions because like the visual cues are like, it's always the same. Yeah. Um, like we're not going to talk about them talking about what we've, we've already talked about. Yeah, we had a big like la la walk off, and then like it seemed at a point that everyone was gone. Yeah, I think we only had like Schwartzy left on stage. It was like Schwartz and Stassi. <laughs> uh, Sandoval was very upset that Stassi came back into a quote unquote position of power, which it's like I hate that. It's like she done good for herself. First of all, Sandoval. It's not an actual position of power. Like, she it's a has line. three pretend jobs that she's doing for the season. I know. I mean, conceivably, you have a position of power now as a 5% co-owner. 5%. Uh, so, he's really throwing stones there. The whole Lala and James fighting thing. Like, James is a crazy person, right? Yeah, and it's like... I wanted to like James, but, like, don't go after Lala. It's hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did, I really did love uh, what Lala said about, like, her, like, come to Jesus moment about talking about, like, oh, how last yeah. year they talked so much shit about people's looks yeah. and, like, she feels bad about that and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I love Andy quizzing Jax on what Britney's passion is again. Mm-hmm. And he struggled with that. <laughs> <laughs> I like Andy trying to dig deeper on, like, figuring out what the job in Tampa actually was. Yes. And I don't think Jax ever really dug that deep. Yeah. <laughs> even though it was his dream job, seemingly. Mm-hmm. He does like hockey. We... Uh, oh, yeah. Caroline has seen him at a at hockey, hockey game. game. yeah. <laughs> uh, Sheena fast-forwarding through other people's scenes. I love Kristen calling that unprofessional. <laughs> it isn't cute. It's unprofessional. <laughs> and then Sheena tweeted, Oh... Uh, saying suck a dick to your manager's professional and and Kristen uh, responded yes that was unprofessional as a waitress 
but it was not unprofessional as to our other job. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> uh, is there anything else you have for Vanderpump Rules? Um, no. I mean, the pasta at the end. Uh, yeah, I mean. It's a nice touch. Peter bringing out shots of penne pasta. I love it. And then <laughs> them actually eating it. <laughs> um, Sheena eating it was wild. Yeah. Uh, but I just, like, can't... I have ants in my pants to get to New York City, baby. Let's talk about New York. Yes. Dorinda's going buck wild like we've never seen her before to decorate Bluestone Manor this year. I, like, want to go. I know. I... She... She'd be silly to not rent out the house for, like, weekends. During Christmas time, in particular. In particular. Yeah. I mean, Sonia's doing it. Why not? No. <laughs> uh, we're kind of all leading up to going there. And it's interesting that Dorinda seemingly invited Carol and Ramona. First? First? I liked it, though, because Carol and Ramona historically have had, like, the most interesting, like, Friendship, like, they are so different, yet they really do enjoy each other's company for whatever reason. Um, there was, like, early in Carol's run, there were a lot of Carol and Ramona getting together and oh. hanging out. Like, remember that lunch that Carol went to with Ramona and Mario? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think, like, the valley in their relationship was around the election. I know. But they seem to have gotten over it. Yeah. And they brought uh, Donald Trump... Chip ahead. Love it. For Dorinda. Uh, but while we're still in New York, Sonia has her facialist Satoko back in the, in the business. Who I... Mm, she has dreams of, of holding an apple one day. It's just like, it's such like a put on act and I hate it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's... And like... Sonia, if you have a facialist come every month or whatever... No, once a week. Once a week. Get a fucking table for her, you to lay on, and you're not laying on the, off the edge of your bed. You gotta get the dead skin off <laughs> the top of your face. It's New York City. I love her saying, it's New York City. <laughs> it's monumental. It's monumental. Oh, my God. Uh, it's momentum. It's monumental. It's oh, no. So, oh, so my good. God. Uh, actually, during uh, the graduation we were at last week, mm-hmm. one like the commencement speaker or something said... This momentous occasion, and I turned to, to Alex and said, It's monumental! <laughs> like New York City! Oh okay. Uh, so, Rouge has a new home in Maine with a couple. A straight couple or a gay couple? I don't, so wasn't know. specified, but I'm sure if it was gay, Sonia would like scream it from the rooftops. That's true. Kind of like how she's screaming from the rooftops that Kitty is now with a stylish gay man in Hell's Kitchen. I was like, I don't have a cat. Um, Uh, which interestingly enough bravotv.com has an interview with this man what does he do for a living I think he said he was an actor Uh, yeah that tracks (laughs) though I thought all the actors moved to Astoria Mm -mm -mm -mm. interesting okay Uh, so at the Berkshires pre-dinner with Ramona Dorinda and Carol. Mm-hmm. Ramona complimenting Carol on how she's changed and is more outspoken. And she says, before, 
you were more cerebral with the writing, and now you're... And she does chef kez. Writer girl found her voice. Oh my god. Uh, Use your words, writer girl. Yeah. So... What was your favorite decoration in Bluestone Manor? Oh, I wish I was prepared for this moment. Um, (laughs) I did like the table filled with snow globes i loved that that's like, so fun you should do that here oh yeah yeah yeah. for christmas time maybe not a table but maybe like yeah on the ledge there. thing yeah, yeah yeah i feel like that's also um simple enough to store mm-hmm. you know you yeah. just like wrap it with like paper and put it away yeah uh, maybe like a bubble wrap so it doesn't breathe yeah, no, no I, I don't mean like a single sheet of paper like really <laughs> stuff it in there uh so Oh, the, we got a montage of Bethany fighting with people in the Berkshires through the years. Mm-hmm. I was upset that we did not get the very first Berkshires fight with oh Heather. <laughs> but Heather does come up. Oh, she certainly um, does. Later, which is very interesting. Um, Bethany in that fucking shirt. Like, she's so proud of herself for purchasing a shirt that says... Rolling, rolling with, with my snow me. She was having the time of her life. She thinks it's the funniest it's shit the funny- in the world. Oh, you, you don't get it? That's funny. T- like that's funny too. You don't get it. Ugh. Shut up. <laughs> get a life. Uh, Bethany telling Dorinda she has to find a discontinued FAO Schwartz, which I don't think it even exists anymore. Nutcracker mm-hmm. that Bryn demands. Like, first of all, what child is demanding a nutcracker? Yeah, who wants a nutcracker? Like, bring a book. Like, who cracks nuts anyways? Just buy them pre- <laughs> Pre-cracked? Uh, and, but, but Dorinda's on the case. Uh, and then... And apparently she got it, because remember that that clip that's been oh, yeah, circulating? Oh, yeah, comes up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramona on the street Ooh, talking in the speakerphone. Next week, cannot wait. Glad I'm not going anywhere to miss that. Um, so... When Bethany arrives, like, the girls greet her in Bethany's room, which appears to be um, Hannah's, room. Hannah's room. And then Dorinda and Ramona walk away, leaving Carol there, who, like, really doesn't want to be there. So they're talking about their characters they're going to have to be. And Bethany's, like, in her confessional or something. Oh, Carol has so much time on her hands to come up with a story. Like, you... Are running around with, like, are, do you have too much time on your hands to come up with the stupid rolling with the snowmies? It's just, like, thing? it's so dumb because, like, it's fun to do a little bit of research into, like, this character you're going to play and, like, yeah. bring props. I mean, no one dragged Sonya for bringing a calculator. <laughs> <laughs> I love the calculator. Oh, my God. Uh, and then um, Bethany gives Carol, like, a gift about, like, all oh. I want for Christmas is a new president or something. Oh, yeah. Well, Bethany kind of, like, throws it at her. Mm-hmm. And then is offended that Carol does, doesn't make a big deal of it. Carol, I mean, Bethany's, like, problem with Carol around, like, the political stuff is, like, so dumb. Like, Carol cares, so, like, <laughs> we're gonna drag her for, like, caring about, like, politics? Uh, yeah. So- I bet Bethany didn't actually vote. No, she did. No, she did. Come on. Uh, so eventually, Lou and Soan arrive together, mm-hmm. and Dorinda gets the girls together and lays down the rules. 
I love the rules. Len works for me, not for you. Don't touch what doesn't belong to you. <laughs> we and, get the flashback with the pajamas. <laughs> and respect the home. Oh my god. Ramona ripping off lights from the wall. <laughs> love it. And then we get immediately Luann and Sonia, Sonia disrespecting the home. Well, not disrespecting. Well, well, they're put in the fish room, which I think previously only one person has... Like, Ramona stayed in the fish room. Mm-hmm. But this time the pull-out is pulled out, pre-pulled out... And the pullout and the bed are, like, touching each other. I love it. Did they, like, did, is it because Carol and Bethany aren't staying together or something that, like, there's oh, not enough rooms? Oh, maybe. And then, like, one year, Sonya didn't come. Yeah. I think there's, like, different pieces of the puzzle that we I have. loved them putting decorations on the fish, though. And then Sonia taking pictures of every, oh, like... all the damage. Every damage in the room was great. That was, like... It almost surprises me that she had the comedic genius to come up with that. Because, like, that seems like a little above her pay grade. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So then we are all getting into character. Sonia's Maria Antipasto with the calculator. These... Whoever wrote these characters and made them be basically every single person... Like, exactly the person was great. Uh... Carol of smoking in costume. <laughs> and also, like, Carol and Lou smoking inside the house was like, oh, a shock to me. Same. Disgusting. I could not believe it. How could she allow Bluestone Manor to be treated? That's breaking one of the rules, disrespecting Bluestone Manor. Well, it was for characters. So mm-hmm. That's okay. why they got away with that. And then everyone kind of making fun of Tinsley for just kind of looking like herself. I know. I love it. <laughs> uh, um, so- Ramona is Ladybird. Yes, I'm Ladybird. <laughs> She doesn't know how to play the game, but to be honest, I don't really know how to play the game. Either do I. Like, apparently the people were giving, like, clues or something. They had to have been given instructions, I think, that we that were too much to go into. Also, like, these three men, do you think they live in the Berkshires? No, they were shipped in, I would say. Okay. Yeah. It's so weird. And everyone had the hots for the, like, main guy. Oh, Mr. Feathersby. I like the assistant better. No, Mr. Feathersby was a babe. Uh, the assistant was a babe. Well, good. Did you go for him? He's dead. <laughs> I mean, they're all dead now. Yeah. Uh, but I couldn't, like, wrap my head around. Like, we're playing this game. And then all of a sudden, Dorinda says, I'm the murderer. I think she figured it out. No, but, like, if she's the murderer, she knows. Does she? Yeah. I think she just, like, wanted to... I don't... It was really... I could not wrap my head around it. I thought she, like, had figured it out. I... But, like, how... How would you... Unless the murderer knows that they're the murderer, how do they go about figuring it out if everyone's dead? Slash... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This game into holes. Yeah. Uh, But speaking of, like, all these characters and everything, we do have a call regarding this beautiful dinner, beautiful game. Beautiful. Hi, guys. I just wanted to call in this latest um, episode of New York. I just can't describe how thoroughly entertaining it was from seeing everybody get into their characters to the overacting to Ramona playing an asshole and how it fit her so well. Bethany's character, Luann started out with a French accent and then I think morphed into maybe a Russian or maybe a Belgian accent. I don't know. To the Dorinda saying, oh, I did it. 
gigantic feather boa that kept getting in her mouth. She looked like she was Mrs. Astor on the Titanic. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I didn't think New York could get any better, and it just keeps on getting better, and I think this is going to be one of those episodes that just keeps on coming back in clips and bits and pieces. It was just great. There were so many great little pieces and parts. I loved it. Bye, guys. Thanks. Much like Christina Aguilera's greatest hits album, a, a decade of hits it keeps getting better. New York, too, keeps getting better. A decade of hits. Um, I hate that you somehow found a way to loop in. <laughs> um, the Liberation Tour coming up soon, babies. Um, just the only reactions I've heard from people about you talking to about Christina Aguilera have been negative. So, oh well, that's too bad. That's <laughs> too bad. Uh, I did forget to mention, as we heard in this call, Ramona being an asshole when they were like playing the game was so funny. How like the assistant said, "Oh, I." I hate, I hate Mr. Feathersby. And then Ramona said, well, your assistant said <laughs> And then everyone got pissed at her as if she was breaking a rule or something. Right. But, like, isn't that the point? I, I, like I said before, I could not understand the rule rules, but I would love to do this. This would be, like, a dream. You know what we should do? What? We should have a, like, winter or fall weekend at your beach house um, and have a murder mystery party. Yeah, that's awesome. Because, like, fun. that would be so fun. Yeah. Well, let's put that on the calendar. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, I did, like... When they did the flashback of Lou falling in the bushes, they did like a grainy filter. When said 1919? 1919? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Jeannie Minaj was at it. Uh, Let's talk about Heather being brought up. Yes, literally was getting to. Okay. That woman, in Ramona's mind, when you leave the show... You're dead. You do not exist anymore. It's but it's like crazy because Heather's popped up every season since she left. I mean, mostly with Carol, I guess. Yeah, was Ramona wasn't at the election party? No, she wasn't. That's so, and right. And that's where last time Heather was in a group situation. It's like Carol's still like very close friends with Heather. So like, <laughs> and Carol her... was sitting next to Ramona. Yeah, or like I don't know I don't know I'm but, same... but Carol's like you know <laughs> her name's Heather and then Ramona saying the, the mind goes <laughs> and Beth I loved Bethany being like wait you're saying that like you're <laughs> losing your memory <laughs> this show's too good no air conditioning um I did a bit of a deep dive on Heather this week not a mm. deep dive but like I noticed through following Heather on Instagram that Tina Lawson, Beyonce's mom, yeah. likes her photos okay. often. Yeah. And I was like, oh yeah, like she has some association with them, yada, yada, That's yada. Very long. So I went back and I looked and there was a story from 2004 about Beyonce taking a fashion designer, Heather Thompson, from J-Lo's company. Like, so her poaching. What year was this? 2004. So, like, this is, like, you know how Bad Blood was about um, Taylor Swift having her dancers taken from her by Katy Perry? This was the original that. Yeah. Um, But Heather Thompson is one of 67 people that Tina Lawson follows on Instagram, which is wild to me. 
What I can't figure out is like Heather Thompson, when she was stolen back in 2004, <laughs> like how old was she? Like in her 20s? She must have been in her 20s. Like how, like that's so impressive that she was so successful at a young age. How old is she now? Like 45? She's got to be in her 40s, I would say. Because like her kids are relatively young. Yeah, but New York women have kids late. Yeah. Like Ramona had Avery at 37. Yeah. I don't know. But that's so, that's so impressive. Good for you, Heather. I like, I miss her. I would love to see her back on the show. I think that like the energy she, I mean like the show's perfect as it oh, is yeah, right yeah. now. But like there was something like about her energy that I like really liked. Remember when she got in Aviva's face and like was like <laughs> said something something motherfucker? Yeah. Loved it. Uh, okay. So then the fight. Bethany and Carol, which is brought up by Dorinda. <laughs> she says, there's tension in the air. Mm-hmm. Let's talk it out. And, like, neither of them were really that excited to do that, but then they went into it. Okay. Bethany doesn't want to discuss the matter at hand. Mm-hmm. She wants to say, it didn't happen at 720, it was 725. So you're lying, Carol. This is all a lie. Like, like she's gaslighting <laughs> in the most extreme way. And it's so it's like the most annoying way to fight with someone. Yeah. Because she's making it all about minuscule details that don't really matter. Yeah. And I'm glad that in every confessional, everyone was like basically defending Carol. And Dorinda, big time, was like, you're not fighting about the matter at hand. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also hate this narrative. It, like, really bugs me, this narrative that Bethany has about Carol, like, having friends. Like... Oh, yeah. It's, like, she wants to make a big deal about how, like, Carol's always, like, defending someone or, like, always, like, hanging out with someone. But it's, like, that's what friendship is, bitch. Like... Bethany's unfamiliar. Truly. (laughs) Like, Ramona was right on the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. All she had was Jason, and she'll probably screw that up, too. You have no friends. (sighs) Uh, this is a situation where I would have not, where I would have preferred there to not be a to be continued. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like we were in the heat of the argument. Right. And I want to see it played out. Right. It's also a little disappointing to me that we are only seemingly have a full episode and maybe a half of yeah. when in the past we've done three solid episodes. Yeah. But I, I understand like you can't always... Do the same... Stop relying on that... That Berkshire's, Berkshire's trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, like, they... They got the job done with this Berkshire's trip. Truly. And we're about to, like, bop right into Luann's situation. Is that next week? No, but, like, it's Christmas time, so it we're has gearing to be up. coming very soon. Yeah. Next week, it's, like, Bethany's little party that she always has. Wait, that reminds me. Wasn't it at this dinner where it was brought up where they, where they say, Bethany, you say Luann's a loser... Yeah. <laughs> Luann say something like, if I'm a loser, then... She's like, look at me. I'm not a loser. <laughs> oh, one, one thing about this thing, the only thing I don't like about Bluestone Manor is, uh, and this is going to sound very Dorit, the cups that beverages are served in. Oh. The wine glasses, there's two varieties. One, like, really super small one that, like, Luann was drinking out, yeah. out of and looked too small in her hands. And then, like, the one that's, like, not painted, but it's, like, a... It's not cl- clear. It's, like, okay. black painted. Sure. I just think that, like, Dorinda needs to, like, invest in, like... 
a nicer wine glass. Some glassware. <laughs> and I also noticed the same in the Potomac uh, rental that they stayed oh, okay, in. Okay. Like, Monique was drinking out of wine glass, and I was like, that wine glass doesn't mm. seem like it'd be something I enjoy. I would enjoy drinking out yeah. of. I mean, you love drinking drinks that should not even be in a wine glass in a wine glass. Yeah, that's true. Like a like, like a, a cocktail. signature cocktail. I love yeah. putting it in like a, a big, big old biggest, goblet. The biggest wine glass you can find. Uh, so let's get to the freak of the week and the one true queen. Brennan, you thought this person was a freak of the week. Oh, so I was like bopping around somewhere. I think in the comments of something. Yeah. And someone brought to the attention that Dennis, who is the boyfriend of Bethany, yeah. lives in Trump Tower. Yeah. And there's a Daily Mail piece from when, remember when Trump Tower was on fire yeah. the other day? Not yeah. the other day, but like a few, a few weeks, weeks ago. ago. Yeah. Trump's attorney, Michael Cohen, is that his name? Yeah. Personally called Dennis, yeah, yeah, Bethany's yeah. boyfriend, and told him to get out of the building because it was on fire. And then I got to thinking, this all make something else click into my brain Mm -hmm. last year's reunion they were talking about politics and they were like saying like who knows hillary clinton or donald trump Mm -hmm. and bethany told a story about doing a walk of shame from dennis's house um and running into donald trump and him being like oh it's bethany frankel everyone look at bethany frankel and it was in trump tower i always assumed it was like on the street i had a really hard time picturing it but now it's clear that it a, a, it happened in Trump Tower, which yes. is wild. Yes. And he's the freak because there are people who live in Trump-affiliated buildings in New York City who are petitioning to get the name Trump off of their buildings and winning. Yeah. And the fact that he actively lives in Trump Tower, the Trump Tower, yeah, yeah. where like the Trump Organization offices are, yeah. is freakish. Interesting. Thank you, Brendan, for that investigative journalism. You're welcome. Always here. Uh, except when you're not. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know why I was saying I'm always here. The one true queen is Carol Vadzeville. Yes. And this is because I've always said, like, who reads the blogs? The blogs are for losers. <laughs> like, who cares? You, you mean your boyfriend no. reads them every week? No, no. He's actually admitted... To drop off from reading them, and I don't think the the wives even like write them every week like they used to. Mm-hmm. I think it's more like touch and go. But Carol has been writing. She wrote for the past two weeks, and well, she's a writer girl. She's using <laughs> writer girl is using her voice, uh, and it's amazing. The final paragraph from this week's blog: But in Bethany's myopic world, she's the judge, jury, and executioner. Her narcissistic point of view doesn't permit any dissenters. Only her truth matters. It's astounding to watch. Then again, in the post-truth age of consuming fake news, Bethany's world of magical thinking will probably be rewarded with its own spinoff. It's going to be interesting at this reunion. Yeah, because going into like this season, I feel like they were all giving interviews like, Oh, I still love, like, I still love Carol, but, like, yada, yada, yada. Now it's, like, bridges are burning. But also, Andy's friends with Carol and Andy's friends with Bethany. Mm Mm-hmm. But do you think he's better friends with Bethany or Carol? I don't know. I feel like he probably... He met Carol unaffiliated... He met Carol at a party at Kelly Ripa's house, which makes me think, like... 
it's a little deeper than with Bethany because he met Bethany on through the show. Through the show. Yeah. I don't. I think it's going to be a very interesting reunion. Um, because we've got two like clear sides. It's yeah. like Bethany, Lou, and Sonia versus the world. And it'll be Carol's potentially her first time like center center peach center seat seat. Unless it's Lou, which it could be that too. And Bethany always... He might like yeah. Bethany better, because Bethany always gets... Yeah, I mean, it would be Bethany, like, on once... Bethany's going to be on the same side as Lou. It's going to be Bethany, Lou, and Sonia, and Carol, Tinsley, Ramona on the other side. And I'm forgetting someone. Dorinda. Dorinda would be... She could, Dorinda Carol, could always be with any on any side. Yeah, but I think she's more... Like, her, Tinsley, and Carol are, like, BFF besties. Oh, now. yeah, yeah, because of the Dubai trip. Wow, I could just... Talk about this all day. <laughs> but we do have to go. So yeah, you have to go. I know. <laughs> uh, so thank you for listening. Um, if you want to give us a call and tell us any of your thoughts on anything, if you have any tips about anything, call us at 71747freak. Or you could email us if you're shy at comethroughqueen at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, you could find me at IDKIDK. You can find me at not Brendan. Uh, you could like, comment, subscribe, heart, share, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. See you next week. Bye. I want to see you come through, Queen. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.